Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Oh, you know what? I don't have the uh, the thing ready to go. We were talking about cereal food. We were talking yeah, about my, cereal food. My mistake. Food. Sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure we'll, we'll get more back into the... Uh, we were talking to cere- cereals in the background here about <laughs> Kellogg's and so forth. We, we get, we're doing important stuff while the songs are playing, just, just so I you know. I got completely caught up in cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Let's welcome Nick from Phoenix to Mark and Interpol's Middle School. He's obviously looking for some Roger Waters tickets. We'll ask you some questions. You'll give us some answers, and maybe you'll graduate. Awesome. All right, Nick. We're going to need you to answer these questions within five seconds. Uh-oh. We're going to talk about federal holidays since we just had one yesterday. Which of these federal holidays is in November? Is it Veterans Day or Columbus Day? Veterans Day. That is correct, sir. Here's your next question. Which comes first, Martin Luther King Jr. Day or George Washington's birthday? Martin Luther King's Day. That is correct. Yeah, that comes in January, George Washington, February. So you've already won. Let's ask you this last question. We just had Memorial Day. When exactly is Memorial Day celebrated? Is it the last Monday in May, the last day of May, or the fifth Monday of May. Uh, do the second one. Uh, the last day of May. No, that's not correct. It's actually the last Monday in May, which could be the fifth Monday in May. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's the fourth. Yeah, if you're lucky to get May to start early. Yeah. You yeah, if there's a Monday. Monday early in May, then yeah. you'll get five of them. So. Anyway, and so you're going to see Roger Waters. That's pretty good, right? Awesome. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, man. And again, I think the big debate here in the studio, uh, just to to recap the the cereal discussion, is the Kellogg's company is going to be splitting into several different companies, and they consider themselves a snack company, a plant-based food company, and a cereal maker, and yet they put Pop-Tarts in the snack aisle, you know, in their little snack division as opposed to their cereal division, and I think that Pop-Tarts count as cereal. I well, I think they count as a breakfast item, but they also make a wonderful snack item too. Yes, they and they're, do. they're damn handy and easy to take with. We're tackling the important subjects with Mark right. and Neanderthal this morning. Mark and Neanderthal. Yeah, we were talking yesterday about the the Buzz Lightyear movie that came out, and it didn't really do as well as they thought it would. One of the reasons that some people are saying is that they didn't have Tim Allen again. As the voice of Buzz Lightyear, I think that there's some some legitimacy to that. I think that when you're when you're when you change the voice, it means a lot. Yeah, I, I mean that's one of the reasons why I hate all the new Warner Brothers cartoons. I'm a huge Bugs Bunny fan, but since Mel Blanc died, I don't I don't I'm not as interested anymore. So yeah, I mean the voice is is important. One of the people who was saying this, and and this leads us into a, a topic here. One of the people who was saying this was Patricia Heaton. Now, if you don't okay. know who she is. Um, I'm reading this article and it says Patricia Heaton, who played Tim Allen's wife on Home Improvement, says Pixar made a mistake by not having him as the voice of Buzz Lightyear. And I was like, okay, hang on a second. Patricia Heaton was not the wife on Home Improvement. She was the wife on Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay, I believe you. I didn't watch either of the shows, but you I know who, I, I'm I, I know who she about, is. Though. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The woman on Home Improvement was also a Patricia, also had black hair. Similar sort of face, Patricia Richardson, 
I, I, know that, I know they're both attractive. That much I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, as as on Everybody Loves Raymond, as Raymond's mother would always say, she's too pretty for him. Okay. I told you there'd be trouble. I agree with you. So, um, though, obviously, somebody got those two mixed up, which leads us into that topic of there are always actors and actresses that you mix up. I've got two right now, immediately, as soon as you said it. Okay, two examples or two, two examples. people? Female? Ready? Right. Uh, uh, Natalie Portman and Kira Knightley. Totally. Yes. Nat- Natalie. Like Kira Knightley is from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yes. And right? Natalie and Portman Natalie is Portman's from the Star Wars in, movies. In a, in a zillion things. Yeah, yeah. She's in. And on the other side of that, it's the one that everybody everybody does now. Even though I don't think they look that much alike, but they always get mistaken for each other. Chris Pratt, Chris Evans. That. Mm. See, I don't think they look like each other at all. I don't either, but they get mistaken for each because other all the time. Because they have the same first name. Yes. Yeah, I, I yeah. think so, yeah. And I think that there are just certain <laughs> certain people that you associate with each other. I'm going to hang on to one that you just reminded me. I'm going to hang on to it for a second because we got – okay, who do you think? How about Jodie Foster and Helen Hunt? Yeah, they do look a little bit alike. I've never got that, but okay. Yeah, all right. Thank you. No problem, guys. Have a great day. All right, you too. Uh, Jodie Foster and Helen I Hunt. I think they both have that. They, they, they have that. Similar pre- looks. Yeah, it look, I call it prepping to yawn face. They both, look like they're about to, they both look like they're about to yawn. All right. Okay, our number is 480-470-KSLX. Because um, I think there's probably 25 more examples. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, uh, what's the, the uh, Samuel L. Jackson and um, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne? Fishburne. <laughs> See, they don't. Those they don't, two don't look alike. Yeah, but they tend they to They really take, don't. They tend No, they tend to take a lot of the same roles. Same type of... See, yeah. okay, and there's another reason why you'd mix people up. You know, the, the one I'm hanging on to, we'll, we'll do it in, in a little bit, Okay, is a good example of two guys who could take the same role very easily, but they don't really look alike. All right. All right so Actually, you, one, of them, one of them's gone, so he can't take that role anymore. But. <laughs> and the other guy is thrilled because he doesn't have to compete <laughs> with that guy for that get role. that role. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Do you know who the actor Paul Winfield is slash was? Vaguely. Okay. He's working in the police station before Arnold's, Arnold says, I'll be back. Okay. He's one of those guys. I believe you. I always used to confuse him with Morgan Freeman. Huh. Similar right. looks, similar voices. The reason we mention this is because we were talking about actors who are <laughs> often confused for each other because Patricia Heaton was commenting about uh, some stuff and they identified her as the woman who played Tim Allen's wife on Home Improvement. No, that's Patricia Richardson. Exactly. But they do kind of, there's a similarity physically to those two women. They don't necessarily, if you like, if you knew both of them, they were both in a room and talked to them for a little while, you wouldn't mix them up anymore. Right. But- First glance, absolutely. Like Margot Robbie and uh, and Jamie Presley. Oh my God, those they, two. They, they, and, yeah. and, they're, and they're like fifteen years different in age, and yet they look exactly the same. Jamie Presley's older. She was on my and, name. And my name is there. Earl. And yeah. hanging in there. She was on my name is Earl. And Margot Robbie is uh, in many things. She was uh, Tanya Harding in that movie, and she's also um, what's the Harley Quinn? Yeah. She's that. No, so. she's, she's in a ton of stuff. So we're basically trying to figure out if we can figure out actors that look a little bit like another actor. Okay, go ahead. Jessica Chastain and Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if there's a better example than that. Dakota Fanning and Amanda Seyfried. That's a good example. Yeah. 
<laughs> did, did you hear that? Dakota Dakota Fanning and Amanda Seyfried. Again, you may not know who they are. But you know them if you looked at them. Yes, you would. And they do They do look alike. Although they're not built the same, Penelope Cruz and Salma Hayek have a very similar look facially. You mentioned something behind the scenes. And don't you love hearing it when, when somebody says something, you're like, oh, my God, that's exactly right. Uh, Jeff Bridges and Kurt Russell, I always used to mix up. Yeah. They have a very similar look. They could play similar roles. Yeah. Right? Uh, Will Ferrell and Chad Smith. Chad, Chad Smith, one of my favorite actors. Yes, one of your favorite actors. When he's he not acts, playing drums for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, he acts like a drummer is what he does. <laughs> and he's really good at it. All right, we got somebody else. What do you got? Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton. Yeah. Yes. Again, a great example of, of two guys that don't look alike at all, but because they play the same roles... They get mixed up. Same hair. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? That was the one I was going to mention. That was the one I was holding back. Bill uh, Pullman and Bill Paxton. It's the uh, the Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton syndrome <laughs> is what you've got there. You, and what you have is, we, we talked about it earlier, two guys who could easily play similar roles. Bill Paxton could have been the president in Independence Day. Sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, Bill Pullman could have been the guy who said... Game over, man. <laughs> We're toast. He could have been cousin. He could have been Chet in in, uh, in weird yes, science. Yeah. Yes, in aliens. Yeah. Um, but Amy, Amy Adams and is Ela Fisher, Isla Fisher, Ela Fisher. Uh, Amy Adams okay. and Ela Fisher. Yeah, that's a good one. And, yeah, they and look a lot alike. Isla, I guess it's Ela Fisher. She's the crazy sister in the movie. Wedding, Wedding crashers. crashers. Yeah. And Amy Adams has been in a ton of things. She's the girlfriend in the movie The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tons. Yeah, she, ton, she's she's, a ton she's of pretty stuff. famous. Uh, Liam Neeson and Ray Fiennes we could go to. Um, uh, you know what? I've got one here. This We're going outside the acting realm. Why? Because it's so good. Okay. All right. All right. I trust you. He's, they're both <clears throat> on TV. They're All both right. sports guys. All right. I trust you. Go ahead. How about Boomer Esiason and Phil Simms? Boomer Esiason and Phil Sims. And they're both on the same NFL pregame show, aren't they? They also both played quarterback in the same city. Yeah. You know, I mean uh, uh I mean although the Jets aren't really a team. <laughs> they were both they were both quarterbacks for New York teams. Uh Heather Graham, Heather Thomas. Uh, Not Heather Graham. I mean Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear, Heather, Heather, Locklear, Heather, Locklear, Heather uh, Thomas. They Sorry. did get confused with each other cuz they were both like Big at the same time. Early stars at the same time. Yeah. 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 She one was on The Fall Guy and one was on um Dynasty, right? Yeah, and T.J. Hooker, and many, and Tommy Lee. Yeah, they were so. both. They might have both oh, no. been on Tommy Lee at one point. Was it Tommy Lee, or was <laughs> Heather, it Richie Sambora? Uh, she, it was both of them. Heather Lockley was with both of them. Both yeah. of them. That's yeah. right. She got right. passed around L.A. like a bad cold. Oh, for a while. now that's just mean. It's not inaccurate, is all I'm saying. I bet some people mistake Brett Michaels for Vince Neil. At a time, at a certain point in time, there was another band, and you can you can feel free to Google this at some point. There was a band called Tough T U F F, and they have a lead singer named Stevie Rochelle who looks exactly like Brett Michaels. Yeah, and, and, and they and they and they played that up for a long time back in the late eighties, early nineties. That band had a had a hit called "I Hate Kissing You Goodbye," and, and they and they were you know. And the reason we mention it is because we we're just talking about actors who you mix up because of uh, an article we were reading that that attributed Patricia Heaton as the wife on home improvement with tim allen but that was patricia richardson yeah patricia heaton was the wife on everybody loves raymond yeah i mean and there's a there are a lot of people that that get that uh um you know we we mentioned the kira knightley and uh um what's her name the natalie portman natalie portman yeah they look yeah. a lot i think uh ann hathaway and uh katie holmes on occasion can have that sort of similar look yeah yeah um how about old school lee marvin and james coburn Remember those uh, sure. two guys? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that kind of works. Paul, tough guy faces, yep. right? Uh, uh, do you know who Alan Cumming is? 
Alan Cumming, yes, I know who the actor is. And yeah. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, they have a very similar look. And you know what? Well, I don't think we mentioned this one on the air. And they don't really look alike, but there's these similarities. Daniel Radcliffe, who was Harry Potter. Yeah. And Elijah Wood, who was Frodo in Lord of the Rings. Who was the guy that played uh, uh, Billy Bats in Goodfellas? Uh, I, I don't know his name, but I know uh, exactly I, who yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Billy Bats, the guy that was Billy Bats in Goodfellas and uh, and the late, great Dennis Farina. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they, they, you know, they, right, those, so, those guys look exactly. Frank, uh, um, the hell is his name? Uh, Frank Vincent. <laughs> Frank Vincent is Frank, that guy's name. Frank Vincent okay. is the guy, yeah. Frank Vincent right. and uh, and uh, Dennis Farina look a lot alike. Something tells me Frank and Vincent was it. Vincent was his middle name and, and not his uh, real yeah, last yeah, name. I guess yeah. so, yeah. And, totally uh, and if we really looking. want to take it to a ridiculous level, uh, actress Ileana Douglas and guitar player Vinny Vincent from Kiss <laughs> look, exact, look exactly alike. Do some Googling. <laughs> you're, you're right. I, I actually happen to know who that actress is. All right. Um, all right, so let's let's get another one. What, what do you got? Matt Damon and Jesse Plemons. And who? Oh, okay. Jesse Plemons. You, you, it's funny you say that because my wife refers to Jesse Plemons, and I'll, I'll tell you who he is in a second, as chubby Matt Damon. Yes. Yep, that's him. Friday Night Lights, and um, I'm trying to think of what he was most recently in. But, yeah, those two, it's kind of weird and... Freaky. <laughs> he is in Breaking Bad. Yes. All right. Yeah. That's right. that's what a lot of people may know Jesse Plemons as. He's Kirsten Dunst's husband. I got one for you. It's a weird one, but I think it might apply. Joe Pesci and Bruno Kirby. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I used to actually get them confused. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Bruno, they're, they're, they're fairly similar. Everybody knows who Joe Pesci is. Bruno Kirby was, he was in the lieutenant in, uh, in Good Morning Vietnam. Yep. He was the sidekick in um, City Slickers, the yeah. first one. And um, he was also in The, uh, the Godfather. The, or yeah. The Godfather 2, I think. Godfather 2, yeah. He was young, one of the guys. Young Vito's buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, there, there are certain certain guys that, that are able to pull that off. Um, okay, one more I got. Okay, what Actresses. Laura Dern, who's in the Jurassic Park movies, okay, and Gwyneth Paltrow, who is it, who is Pepper Potts in the uh, in the I'll Iron Man. I'll even throw Nancy Travis and Renee Russo at you. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they borrowed each other's hair for different movies. Yeah, fantastic and, hair. And I think that uh, I think that Renee Russo and Kira Sedgwick also work a little bit. Uh, I go um, Nancy Travis and Kira Sedgwick, yeah, yeah, so yeah. same deal, because yeah. Kira Sedgwick, I think, used to have her hair like that. She was, of course, the closer on TNT. She was uh, Brent Johnson. Yes. Kevin and, Bacon's and wife. A, and another another person that's able to turn that, that space in her teeth to work, work to her advantage. <laughs> yes. It works, yes. works for her. Oh, and Jesse Plemons, by the way, was Todd on Breaking Bad. Okay. Who who got all hot over Lydia. And, and, and picked up the nickname Fat Damon. <laughs> which is not that's which is not fair. That's why but, my wife but, calls him the chubby Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. Fat, fat Damon. He's been yep. called, yep. which is not fair but accurate. Hey, he's doing okay. He yeah, does a yeah. lot of work. Yeah, he doesn't care what anybody calls him as long as he's getting paid, right? And we're going to do this here, which is how much do you make? How much do you make? This is when you give us a call. How much do you make? Stay anonymous and tell us what you do. How much do you make? How much do you make? 
make? How much do you make? And we ask you a couple of questions and try and ascertain how much money you make for a living. And again, you're, you're just using giving us your first name so you get to remain anonymous. And we're, you're not giving anything private out. And, and sometimes not even your name. Yeah, don't we really have, need it. We have no idea what you do for a living. Yeah. So tell us what you do. I am a senior data architect. As in a computer software person. So do you write you write code? Uh, that's part of it. More designing architecture, looking at data flows, how things flow together to create large enterprise systems. Sure. Computer software, but it's design of computer software. Wow. I'm not even sure where to start. How long have you been doing it? Uh, about 38 years now. In your particular firm, how many are there? that have the same sort of experience and skill level that you do? Oh, God, I'm not sure. The company I'm working for is a large, well-known consulting firm. But typically, if you look at companies of just a couple thousand people, there may be a handful of people with my seniority. I'm lost here on this one. So just by the actual impressiveness of the name, Senior (laughs) Data Architect, Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess... $165,000 $165,000 annually without bonuses. Higher. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say like $230,000 before bonuses. Uh, a little bit under that actually. About yeah. 205. Yeah. 205. Now, do you have the opportunity for bonuses? Well, with the company I'm working with now, about 10% extra. There are places that pay a lot more. If you look at like big tech companies like Google or Facebook, Mm -hmm. they really pay ridiculous amounts of money. All right. So you're not making buildings, you're designing software. Data structures for software Mm -hmm. and looking at data flows. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's. I still don't know what he does. Yeah. It it doesn't matter. It pays a lot of money. (laughs) It does. He's doing very well. I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do that. And that's literally how we play. How much do you make? That was was Mr. 205 right there. How much do you make? A lot more than we do. How much do you make? Probably more than the president. How much do you make? How much do you make? How much do you make? No, I like think the, the president, president makes 200, 400. 400? It used to be 200. Now I think it's 400. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, Something but, like that. But, but the president doesn't get bonuses. Yeah. He has a hard time making ends meet. Yes, he does. Yeah, sure. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. All right, so uh, I won't believe it until I hear it, and then I still won't believe it. Let's talk a little bit about the Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day, because there are two on a two for Tuesday. Plural. Jin Wan Chen. Wow. Lives in the Boston area. Okay, then. But was driving along I-95 through Stratford, Connecticut back right. in March. Okay. Uh, Jin Wan was coming from the Mohegan Sun Casino in mm-hmm. Connecticut. Yep, common. Started getting a little sleepy at the wheel, right? He's uh, 
almost nodding off a few times. He was kind of starting to drift into other lanes. Sure. Jin Wan felt it best to pull over to the side of the road and sort of get his bearings. You know, slap his own face a little bit. Whatever you need to do to wake up. Sometimes you do the... You know what I mean? To keep your, you know, keep your face. Yep. Keep it going. Uh, But after pulling over, Jin Wan just passed out. He Michael Floyded. Yeah. Well, at least he was off the road. Yeah. Good for him. Got himself off the road, and he Mm -hmm. was all of a sudden was just fast asleep. So he needed to snooze. But it's really no good because the 38 passengers in his commercial tour bus wanted to go home. Oh, please tell me this was the Feng Wah bus. I don't that's, know that's what a, that means. That's a bus that's it's like a it's like a commuter bus that goes back and forth to like casinos in New York and stuff like that. Oftentimes finds itself on fire on I-95 because they're not well maintained. Don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> somebody called police, you know, one of the passengers, and police arrived to find Jin Juan still passed out sleeping with an open, half-empty bag of gummy candies next to him. Awesome. Yes, those kind of gummy candies. A blood test found highly elevated levels of THC in Jin Hwan's system. He was in court last week. You gotta eat a lot of pot to pass out. Well, he, you really do. He told the judge he didn't know. Those were those kind of gummy yes, candies. Those aren't my gummies. Yes. He thought they were just candy. Of course he did. And as we all know, you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful about that. His court date is uh, is in August. And really, whether he knew or didn't know, he's a dumbass. Certainly. Yeah. And that's only one. That's only one. Yeah, we got another one. Yes, we have a quick update here on a guy we spoke of months ago. 41-year-old Thomas Colucci from Florida. All right. Uh, back in March, Thomas had purchased some meth. From a guy named JJ in a bar. I'm sure he was promised that the meth was dynamite. Uh, and uh, when Thomas used the meth at home, he thought he might have gotten ripped off because Thomas didn't, he didn't feel like he usually felt when he would do meth. Well, if you can't trust JJ the drug dealer. I know. What, who can you trust? Talk about society falling apart. I understand that. There's no honor among drug dealers anymore. So Let's make America great again. Tom, Thomas wanted to make sure it really was meth, and there's really only one way to do that. And that is how? That is you call the police and ask him <laughs> to come over and test it for you. Hey guys, can you come over and test my meth? I'm I heard sure you the, got the best equipment. Yeah, I'm sure the police were like, sure, <laughs> we'll be right over. Yeah, so of course he was arrested and so forth, you know. Well, then it must have been real meth. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, just in case you were wondering. Yeah, yeah. It, it was real yep. meth. It wasn't yeah. good meth, Thomas, but it's meth nonetheless. Yep, Thomas was in court last week. He paid a fine. <laughs> He's got community service. He has to Stay out of bars and probably stay away from JJ. Yeah, that's my guess. And if he stays clean, they'll probably drop the charges. And yeah, like you said, they they did determine it was meth after all, which is actually very comforting to know that, that we JJ can, was we on can the trust up JJ. Yeah, I, I feel bad having assailed yeah. JJ's credibility. So if you meet a guy named JJ in a bar, don't worry too much. He's good. He's probably on the level. He's good people. His meth isn't great, but at least you know he's honest. <laughs> so we'll make both Thomas and JJ. Juan, the Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. Hey, I think those are two beautiful stories you just told. Yes, and they were sponsored by Roadrunner Harley Davidson. Uh, RoadrunnerHarley.com is where to find them and their selection of pre-owned Harleys. Got the largest one in the state. Now, I just mentioned I was I was hanging out with a friend this weekend, and he told me a little tale 
of going to the Motor Vehicle Division, the MVD, as we call it here in Arizona. Yeah, you from California will call it the DMV, and you're wrong. And every, everywhere else in the country will call it that. Well, no, but they we call, call it the, the MVD. They call it the registry in, uh, in Massachusetts, right. the registry of motor vehicles, or the RMV. All right. So we have the MVD, and my friend is standing in line awaiting his turn when suddenly, according to him, he feels... A large presence. A presence he has not felt since Charles Barkley was in the NBA. Since Charles Barkley was in the line behind him. That's who was standing behind him. How about that? I mean, That's it's, really it's, weird, isn't it? Wouldn't you think Charles Barkley would have somebody to do that for him, whatever you need to do, get done? There's a question at right the NBA, there. right? All right. Uh, and and if, you're, if you're a current or former MVD employee, I mean, you, you have to go in for your picture, right? At a certain point in time, I, I would guess think you would so, have yeah. to do that. Yeah. So I would suppose that that was why he was there. Because why else would he be there? Wouldn't he? By the way, shouldn't Charles have a driver at this point? We know, <laughs> we know his history, right? Just a thought. I yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah. But. I, I mean, I don't know. I you know, does Charles? Is he one of those guys that just hangs out? You know, you just see him in places? You do. I mean, because I, mean, yes. I, have, I have yet to run into him. I've lived here in the Valley, you know, 13 years. I still have yet to run cross paths with Charles. Which is why there were a lot of stories of him getting into scuffles and bars and things like that. Because he did hang out a lot more than the average celebrity. And now, I mean, him, he, you know, my friend told me he had a pair of gym shorts on, an Auburn shirt. You know, that's his alma mater. Sure. And, uh... Actually, you know, you know what it was funny when when he was picked when it, when it was finally his turn to go up in line. You know what he said? No. Yes, I still got it. I told you she picked me first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's the other thing. Why does Charles Barkley wait in line? I mean, you would think if you're an MVD employee Isn't, and you see Charles yeah. Barkley, wouldn't you pull him from the ranks of the unwashed masses and pull him, <laughs> and just get get him like? Well, that's the question. I mean, if you're one of the greatest basketball players of all time and never win a championship, and you are sitting there in line at the MVD, don't you think you could, that's, I mean, that you got to be able to cash in on that somehow, right? Okay, there's, there's a question for a current or former MVD employee. Is there some sort of special protocol they might have for somebody like that, somebody who has gained a high level of fame? I can't see Rob Halford from Judas Priest waiting in line. He lives here. I can't see him waiting in line at the DMV. You know why? Because he'd be screaming for vengeance is what he'd be doing. (laughs) He'd be hellbent for leather to get up to the front of that line. Isn't there some sort of accommodation they could make or do they? Well, if they made accommodations for Rob Halford, they'd be breaking the law. They would be. Maybe so. (laughs) Nice. Um, You know, he tried to cut the line. They said, you've got another Another thing thing coming. coming. Sure. Why Uh, not? But uh, Jesus, man. I, I am I am curious about that. And, you know, if Charles were behind me in line, right, I would want to document it. I say, hey, can we get a picture? If he said no, I would offer up my place in line. I say, hey, you can you can move once one one person ahead here. How much does that time does that really save you? And is that worth the aggravation of having to take a picture with it's you? It's the motor vehicles. It could save a hell of a lot of time. I don't know, man. I and and you know, and if Charles if I said to Charles Barkley, and I don't know if I would ever do a selfie with him, I'm not a, a selfie guy. But if I were a guy to be like, Charles, you want to take a picture? No, man, you a knucklehead. <laughs> I, you know, I'd be like, All right, I guess I'm a knucklehead. I All guess, right. you know. Just curious about that. If there's yes, any, I still got it. I told you she picked me first. <laughs> hey, yes, Current or would, yeah. former MVD people, please give us a call at four eight zero four seven zero KSLX.
you know what? Because we got all those calls, uh, we weren't able to talk to anybody who was either current or former MVD employee about whether they have sort of special accommodations they make for a big celebrity coming in. Because, you know, my buddy was in front of Charles Barkley in line at the motor vehicle division recently. And that's that's just weird. I'll give you I, I don't. I don't have an official capacity experience with that, but I, I can tell you, I used to work at the Hard Rock Cafe in Boston. I was a bouncer, security guard is what they called you at the mm-hmm. time. Basically, you told people not to touch the bass player from Duran Duran's bass guitar when it was on the wall. But in the unlikely event, and it actually happened more often than we thought, a celebrity would walk in. They basically would put them in an isolated area and put a security guard next to the table to keep people from bothering them. With a velvet rope? No, no, they didn't go that far. Yes, that's, um, and they would, that's real security. But they would ask the celebrity if it was okay that they announced their presence, you know, because right. it was sort of a cool yeah. thing for the restaurant. But they would certainly take them, isolate them, and put them and give them priority, like their meal would certainly come out before everybody else's. And that's just sort of a customer service, sort of a perk of the, of the job. I would assume that the MVD, if they see Charles Barkley in line, some supervisor would come in and go, let me get this for you, Mr. Barkley. Although... You have to th- – it's a public – it's it's a taxpayer-run entity. I understand that. So there could be a problem that you're like giving – Like equal pref- protection under the law or something no, like that? No, but it's like a, it's a it's a public entity. So so you can't do um, – you know, you can't give special treatment to people, right? Can you give back cutsies? <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, right? You, you know what I mean, right? I, I understand you know, Hard that. Rock Cafe would be a private business – and whereas this is a public entity that is run, you know, on taxpayer money. So I guess we should all be treated equally when we go in there because we all pay for it. All right. So now are you going to be the jerk that gets mad because Charles Barkley got in front of you at the at the DMV? I mean, uh, you, you got to understand. No, of course not. But, I mean, you know, somebody would be. Maybe, I imagine. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. Yes. It is 2022 now. On the other somebody hand, somebody gets butthurt over anything. On the other hand, I could understand a supervisor saying, hey, Mr. Barkley, we'll take you over here because his presence is going to be disruptive in some kind of way. Agreed. Right? Yeah, like now you've got people crowding yeah. around Charles Barkley. That's keeping people from being able to do their work. You've got the the people that are working at the MVD are talking to each other. Hey, look who's over there. And now they're not exactly. they're not working to maximum efficiency. Another celebrity who lives here in the Valley, Michael Phelps. What if he comes in? He's dripping all over the floor. Right, there's that. Yeah, right. Somebody could slip and fall. He's not wearing a shirt or shoes. Right. And I think and it says still, on the door that you should. And he's still going to get service. Yeah, so uh, in a situation like that, again, you've got some disruption going on, so. And imagine, I mean, how, there's only so many yellow signs that you can put up for wet floor <laughs> in one vicinity at one point. And now we're talking those, about those are the taxpayer cone, budgets. The cones, you mean, right? Yes, yes, yes. Now you're talking about taxpayer yes. budgeting and stuff. Michael Phelps is a drain on the economy, is what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. And he causes piso mojado. Yes. Wet I th- floor. I think that's wet floor. I believe so. So, uh, because I've read the cones. <laughs> Just, you know, wow. in case. Wow, that was a stretch. In case <laughs> there is a former or current MVD employee. Oh, is that where we were going with that? Just, you know, we may not get to it ever, but I am curious if they make special accommodations. Like picture in, in England, Elton John coming in, you know, to get his driver's license picture taken. What a what a ruckus that would cause. I mean, his hat would be bumping against the ceiling. I was just going to say, Elton, we're going to have to ask you to take that thing off your head. And the hat, too. Yeah. All right, the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge, so we're a little late, but that's okay. Okay.
Mesa serves up Johnny for the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge this morning. Uh, Johnny, we're going to ask you the same five questions I asked Mark. Whoever gets more right will graduate. If you don't graduate, you'll have to tell everybody you flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. But first things first, Johnny, let's kick Mark out of the studio, please. Mark, you got to get out of the studio. All right, Johnny. That was easy. Yep. I like this. A little civility. All right, Johnny. Question number one. What band felt like making love in 1975? Johnny? Uh, I'm... In what? In 1975? Uh, Eagles? Question number two. What power trio played their farewell shows at the Royal Albert Hall in November 1968, only to reunite for four shows in May 2005 at the same venue? Oh, I got no clue. Uh. All right, question number three. What other blue band did Justin Hayward and John Lodge of the Blue Jays play in? I got no clue, man. All right. What former Yardbird guitarist included a reworked cover of Screamin' Jay Hawkins' I Put a Spell on You on his 2010 album Emotion and Commotion? Wow, man, I don't know any of these. Question number five, Johnny. Which Queen signal did not single did not reach number one? We are the champions, another one bites the dust, or crazy little thing called love? Little thing called love. All right, let's see how Mark does. Gonna wave him in and he'll ask his questions. All right. All right, Johnny. Johnny. We're gonna put you up against Mark here. Mark, question number one. All right. What band felt like making love in 1975? Oh, bad company. It is one to nothing. Question number two. What power trio played their farewell shows at the Royal Albert Hall in November of 68, only to reunite for four shows in 2005 at the same venue? Cream. It is two to nothing. Question number three. What other blue band did Justin Hayward and John Lodge of the Blue Jays play in? Uh, the Moody Blues. It is three to nothing. Oh, boy. Question yeah. number four. <laughs> when, when he didn't get that first one, when you said it was one nothing, I, I was like, I oh, boy. Any of them. Question number four. What former Yardbird guitarist included a cover of Screaming Jay Hawkins that put a spell on you in his 2010 album Emotion and Commotion? I can only guess that that is Eric Clapton. Jeff Beck? The answer is Jeff Beck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Question number five. It's four to nothing, uh, three to nothing still. Uh, question number five. Which queen signal did not reach number one? We are the champions. Another one bites the dust or crazy little thing called love. I think it's the first one. We are the champions. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We are the champions. Oh. Only made it to number four. Yeah. Johnny, you got blanked. Four to nothing. Oh, my God. Sorry about that. Great job, Mark. <laughs> so you know what you have to say here, Johnny? My, my, my name is Johnny, and I flunked out of the Rock and Roll Hall of College. Close enough. <laughs> 
Wow. I don't know what he said there, but <clears throat> yeah. Nice guy. Yeah, seems like a nice guy. Didn't have any answers for any of it. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah. do any of us really? Uh, yeah. None of us have the answers. So I'm just going to, I'm going to mark that down as a win. Although, I'm going to file that one under protest. <laughs> you got to answer the questions to actually get them right. Uh, and so uh, you have won. You're now up to 195, 2, and 34, or something like that. Uh, it doesn't really matter because we'll do it all over again tomorrow morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to.